welcome to the Book Collector podcast. This morning, the Book Collector brings you a podcast on quarantine conditions for 19th century travellers. A letter from the Lazaretto was researched and written by Sheila Markham, the librarian at the Travellers Club in London. It is also read by her. Dear Member, in June 2012, Professor Sir Richard Feacham a member of the Travellers Club and an international authority on global health sciences, gave a library talk on the subject of malaria. He asked if I would put out some books to illustrate the strong connection between malaria and British military and expeditionary history. The result was a display on the theme of mad Englishmen and dogs. When Professor Feacham received the Secretary's recent email setting out the Travellers Club's response to the COVID-19 virus, he wrote to congratulate the Secretary on the excellent guidance and to suggest that I circulate something on relevant books in the library. The experience of quarantine is a recurrent theme in the library's collection of travel literature. Venice is thought to have been the first city to practice quarantine in an effort to protect its trade and inhabitants from bubonic plague spread from China along the Silk Road. Venetian quarantine legislation dates from 1448 and was quickly adopted in other Adriatic ports, and then throughout the continent. Britain took a more relaxed approach to the matter, until its trade with the Ottoman Empire began to gain importance at the end of the 16th century. As part of their work, the consuls of the Levant Company were required to report outbreaks of plague in trading towns and ports. When the company lost its charter in 1824, the consuls were employed by the Foreign Office to collect the same information and to submit a quarterly report. For some time before that date, all ships from the Ottoman Empire were required to do quarantine at one of the recognised Lazarettos of southern Europe before sailing to Britain. The purpose of the Lazaretto was to isolate healthy passengers and their possessions, typically for 40 days. It was not a plague hospital. The Lazaretto in Malta is frequently mentioned in travellers' tales. It was built on Manuel Island in Valletta and dates from 1643. On arrival in Malta, the quarantine officer visited the ship and examined the bill of health, holding it with tongs and dipping it in vinegar. The crew and passengers were transferred to the lazaretto and examined daily for symptoms, of which boredom was the most common. Lord Byron was reduced to carving his name in the stone walls of the Lazaretto in Malta, 
In fact, such was the popularity of the pastime that the lazaretto put up a notice warning the inmates not to disfigure the walls under penalty of double quarantine. An exception was made in 1797 for the captain of a Danish ship who carved a thank you letter in the wall. While travelling in the Mediterranean, Peter Laurent, an early member of the Travellers Club, noticed that each nationality had its own style of graffiti. British sailors usually wrote the name of their ship. The Greeks tended to carve saints' names. The French wrote words for love and the Italians scrawled obscenities. An Arabic-speaking inmate of the Lazaretto in Marseille raised the tone by writing, Life is the quarantine to eternity. Quarantine regulations were strictly enforced, and particularly so after the cholera epidemic of 1832, which A.W. Kinglake narrowly missed on his journey across the Ottoman Empire with a fellow member of the club, Viscount Pollington. On his return, Kinglake wrote Eothen, one of the finest travel books in the English language, whose admirers include Sir Wilfrid Thesiger and Jan Morris. The title of the book is based on the Greek word for from the East, and Pollington appears in the narrative disguised as Methley, a somewhat bumbling old Etonian with a passion for Homer. The library of the Travellers Club contains a copy of the rare first edition of 1845 with Kinglake's armorial bookplate presented to the club by a descendant in 1975. Kinglake had his first encounter with quarantine regulations in the Balkans, where offenders were shot for ignoring the rules. Quote, The court will scream out your sentence to you from a tribunal some 50 yards off. The priest instead of gently whispering to you the sweet hopes of religion, will console you at duelling distance, and after that you will find yourself carefully shot and carelessly buried in the ground of the lazaretto. Unquote. Sir Walter Scott also just missed the cholera epidemic when he visited the Mediterranean in 1831. He had suffered a stroke in the previous year and his doctor had advised a leisurely trip abroad. When he arrived in Malta, he was given the most comfortable rooms in the lazaretto to ease the tedium of quarantine and was visited regularly at the appropriate distance apart by his lifelong friend, the diplomat and founder member of the Travellers Club, John Hookham Freer. Freer had himself settled in Malta for the benefit of his wife, the Dowager Countess of Errol, who had never regained her health after catching a chill in 1817 while visiting the Elgin Marbles at the British Museum.
John Hookham Freer built the Villa Freer on 12 acres of land overlooking the Quarantine Island and lived in Malta permanently from 1826 until his death in 1846. He spent some of his considerable fortune laying out terraced gardens on a steep slope that runs down below present-day St Luke's Hospital in Valletta. After the death of his wife in 1831, Freer found much comfort in looking after his garden and constructing several architectural follies. When Freer died, the villa and gardens were maintained by his niece before passing out of family ownership in 1876. The gardens continued to thrive under Captain Edward and Mrs Price, who lived at the villa and developed it into a world-class botanical garden. By the 1950s, the villa and gardens had fallen into an abandoned state vandalised and reduced to a third of their original size. In 2013, Edward Said, an architecture student, founded the Friends of Villa Freer with Fernando Mifsud and a group of supporters to raise awareness of the historic gardens. When I contacted Fernando to tell him of Hookham Freer's membership of the Travellers Club, he was delighted to learn something new about his hero. If you would like to support the villa, which is currently under threat from a hotel development, please visit the website of the Villa Freer. Peter Laurent and A.W. Kinglake's books are both available in digital versions. Your library might be locked down, but it isn't locked up. With best wishes to you and your family, Sheila Markham, Librarian. That was a letter from the Lazaretto, written and read by Sheila Markham.